This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the results, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app and you'll get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. This is the Besotted Pride of West London podcast. And we are back, are back in the place where you belong. This pandemic has, has banned us from this place. But we've said no, no more. We're back in the boozer as we are. And I'm feeling very happy sitting here. There's some chums, I've got a pint beside me. I've got a, I've got a takeaway coming to the boozer. I'm watching football on the box. I was going to go up to Manchester today, but I decided against it instead because I'm on the south coast with the south Coast Bees here, and I thought, let me hang out with the South Coast Bees, let me see how they watch the game, if they're not actually going up to New Griffin Park uh, to another game. Like I said, my name is Billy Grant here, and like I said to you, I'm sitting here in the boozer, in the Eddie, the infamous Eddie in Brighton, getting ready to watch Brentford take on infamous Manchester United Football Club. And uh, yeah, tell you what, I need to get a little bit of vibe from my, from my, my chums here around the table here. I've got Colin, the South Coast Beat, in the house. Colin, how are you? Pretty good, mate. Yeah, looking forward to this. It's, uh, it's looking all right. Yeah, I'm looking as well. I mean, what have you, listen, what have you been up to? Because I know it's been a bit of a bit of a summer, longer summer than we had last season when we broke up. So, you know, what have you been up to, to to keep you busy and to sort of, you know, to fend off the, the football kind of cobwebs? Uh, well, there's been a couple of weeks of Worthing Football Club uh, friendlies to, to check up on. So... So yeah, I've been, there's been plenty of football for me. That followed on from the Euros. So, so about Worthing, I mean, I, I mean, I went with you last night to Worthing. First time to Worthing as well. I have to admit, I'm very impressed with their football. Play some brilliant football. Passing the rule about like you've never seen. I mean, they're in the what the Italian Premier League in effect, aren't they? And uh, honestly, they smashed to pieces Welling last night. They were playing honest. The passing game was very Brentford-esque almost. Yes, exactly. I, I, I consider them the sort of um, the. the but Worthing are the, the Brentford of the lower leagues. Indeed, and you know, and, and also you're lucky enough to be sort of here on the south coast. I mean, you've been obviously you can't get away from the pandemic, but you've been sort of holidaying, taking the old beach in and stuff. Yeah, yeah, going in the sea when we can. Yeah, it's all nice. You know, you live by the sea. We're on the Sussex Riviera. What, you know, what's, what, we don't need to go very far. You know, it's all good. And look, I mean, I'll come back to you in a little bit. We've got also the, the cog, the cog in the house. Lewis the cog as well. I mean, if you probably remember Lewis, he was on our 
I think it was on our, our Question Time podcast as well, you know, and he threw in a few little things to the Question Time podcast, including a very interesting reggae record, if I remember rightly, a dub reggae record as well, which made me go, hold on a second, this is very interesting. But now I've actually met him for the first time in person, as you do. Brentford and football bring people together. And like I said to you here on the podcast, he's coming out in the eddy tonight to just check us out. The Cog, how are you doing? Yeah, good. Uh, yeah, I've had a good summer. Uh, enjoyed the Euros and uh, I've been down to watch a bit of the cricket down at the county ground in Hove just started going to live music again so a little bit hungover today after seeing some punk bands last night in Brighton Uh, and I went down with the virus like with everyone in my house actually about a fortnight ago we were all laid up for uh, a week or so so that wasn't too pleasant but no enjoying it and uh, it's just brilliant to be back in the pub and you know with football happening again good it's good I've got my daughter Bella in the house here as well Bella how are you I'm good, thank you. Listen, you're looking forward to, I mean, what you've been up to this, this <laughs> you've been up to the summer as well. Well, you've been with me, I mean, you've been, you've been, you've been watching quite a lot of football, is not it? Yeah, um, we went to the Worthing game yesterday, and they won 5-1, and I don't know what else we've England, lots of England stuff, and lots of, a bit, bit of Brentford, you know, just whatever. That wasn't summer, that was before summer. That's right, get the corrections going in here as well. But like I said, you were sitting there as well, you've got Daisy in the house here, as well that Daisy the Manchester massive Daisy in the house uh, but you're not you're not vying for the for the, for the, for the boys in red the, the red devils today are you absolutely not don't know uh, yeah well my boyfriend's from Manchester but he's actually his family are Rochdale supporters so Rochdale yeah, so, proper 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 football yeah so I've got no loyalties to Manchester they're dead to me it's okay <laughs> right, and you've, again you were doing the Worthing thing as well last night I mean everyone was down at Worthing mean, it seems like the whole of the South Coast was down at Worthing last night were you quite impressed very impressed. It was pretty nice to have a full Wakefield occasion as well. Nice family get-together, yeah. So listen, like I said to you, summer's coming in. As for Bees fans, we're actually getting ourselves ready for the season. I'm sitting there watching Ivan Tony just lunging in as he's trying to do a little bit of warm-ups here before the match. But, I mean, just going around back to Colin, the South Coast B, I mean, you know, we, got, we went up. The Wembley experience was, was good for some, but others didn't quite get into Wembley as well. I mean, your, your playoff experience, just tell us about the back end of the season for you and, you know, the semi-final, the final, and how much you enjoyed it. Yeah, man, the, we watched the, the first leg Bournemouth match in here. That was, in the Eddy. In the Eddy. That's pretty lively. Um, but for the, for the home leg, we, we opted for the Globe. That's, uh, that's me and Barney. Um, we went up and, uh, yeah, that was just mental. That's crazy, crazy game. Um, and the atmosphere in the globe was, was something else. It was just, just, you know, everyone was like gerbils by the end of it. It's, uh, you know, it was, it was mad. Uh, but then the final did the same, did, went, to the, went to the globe. Um, yeah, it was... It was, it was just so emotional. It was amazing. Um, yeah, there was, yeah, you it was just lurching from like sort of like drunk idiot to tearful wreck. It was, it was ridiculous. Um, Lots of old faces as well that sort of reappeared for that game, wasn't they? That's right, it did. Yeah, sort of Lambrusco. Hadn't seen for a while. Very good mate of mine, and yeah, it's great to see him. Yeah, I mean, and we stuck around about about seven o'clock. Everyone had made their way back from Wembley, and the place was just rocking. It was heaving. 
Yeah. Sounds good. And listen, I mean, just talking about this season now, because obviously we've gone up, we had a few, you know, weeks of, well, a few weeks, a month of, probably more than to be expected of a European action. Like, you know, as England went all the way through to the final. So we had our eyes on that. Then all of a sudden it's like, oh no, we actually have to concentrate on uh, Brentford are coming back. And they've come back and obviously they've made a few signings. I mean, what are your thoughts going into this season? What your, what, and what's your feeling? I don't think we've got anything to, to fear. I think we're going to upset a few people. Um, I think, you know, realistically, we're probably looking at the, the bottom third of the division, but nothing wrong with that. Um, I don't think we'll go down. I think there will be three, at least three teams that are going to be worse than us. Yeah. Can, can I tell you, can you say who? Um, let me think. Um, I think Newcastle are probably in trouble. Um, Brighton are kind of running out of luck, I think. Um, who else? Uh, your Norwiches, you've got your Watfords, you've got your... I think that they, they tend to always get predicted to go straight back down. And I don't know that any of them will, actually. I think they're all relatively... You've got Crystal Palace, you've got your Burnleys. You've got yeah, yeah, Palace, Burnley. Those, those, are, those are ones I, I had in mind as well. Um, there's, there's a good handful of clubs. But Wolves, don't, they, they looked shaky last season. Um... Yeah, I think I think we'll do all right. A, a mid-table finish would be just fine. And we've made a few signings. You know, anything that's sort of kind of caught your eye, taking your fancy, you're getting excited about, or are you just going to see how it goes? Um, well, we will see how it goes. But I mean, I think Onyeke excites me. I think that's that's a great sign. And why is that? Um, I, I just saw his YouTube thing about him, and, and that sort of just breaking up their attacks and then arrowing a pass into the forward line um, like him Yenel Norgard it's going to be pretty difficult for sides to, to sort of like break that down I, I'm looking forward to it it's going to be great Lewis the cog as I call you I'm saying I mean I said to you like you know obviously last season back into the season again Player semi-final final. I mean, how did you celebrate that as such, and, and what was it like for you? Yeah, well, second leg, I was in here actually uh, with a couple of the other South Coast bees uh, and my son, uh, and it was absolutely superb. Final, unfortunately, I got pinged in the run-up to the final, so I couldn't uh, get to Wembley in the end, which was a real disappointment. But watched that at home again with my boy and uh, that was pretty amazing really Uh, and yeah I think it's going to be a really interesting season like Colin says I don't think there's anything to be worried about I just hope we keep playing our football Uh, and I, I, I agree I think there's probably three teams worse than us probably Palace, Watford Newcastle, it'd be good to see Newcastle go down actually they've not contributed very much for quite a while I think in the Premier League uh, and I think the signings are interesting they're all quite central players I'm just a bit concerned about the cover we haven't got in some of the wide positions really but uh, again I, I trust the recruitment guys to know exactly what they're doing so but I don't know much about any of the three that we've signed but they all look interesting they all are clearly on the way up and you know, chances are at least two of them, two out of the three, will be like really top players within a year or so. 
I mean, and, and talking about the players that we signed as well, if you check out besotted.com or prideofwest.london as well, we've got three podcasts up now as well. What we've done is we've reached out to the fans of the players, of the teams that they support, like, you know what I'm saying? So we've gone up to Celtic, we're going to see Wilm, who's an ex-football um, agent as well. So we know he's been doing a lot of scouting, he knows Scandinavia very well, and he talks to us about Christopher Ager, or Ager, who we've just signed from Celtic as well, and he knows a lot about him, and it's a really interesting chat that he's got as well. Then also, um, we've got um, we've got Simon, the Hanson, my mate Simon, who, who, who I met when I went to Norway a few years ago and took me to the Michelin game as well. So he's uh, he's talking about um, you know he's talking about Frank Onyeka as well, or Frank the Tank as he calls him as well. Uh, yeah, apparently the best player in the Danish league at the moment now. Um, so the best player in the Danish league at the moment now, and the, oh, the phone's oh, it's Frank Nemeka calling me at the moment now as well. He's just he said to me, actually, I'm not I'm not the best. I'm I'm, I'm the best player in the whole of all of Europe is what he said to me. But I have to just turn the phone off and tell him that actually you mustn't call me now. You must warm up for the game. But anyway, so yeah, so we've got Frank Nemeka. He's talking to us. So check that out on prideofwest.london as well. And we've got also Joe Tweedy, the Chelsea fan as well, who's talking about Mars Pert Harris as well. So three really, really, really good podcasts that you should definitely check out. You know what I'm saying? So three three great podcasts that you should check out um, on prideofwest.london that's a, that was actually our, our delivery that's just turned up <laughs> uh, 10 minutes earlier there you go so uh, listen it's all happening here so you can see us absolutely live and direct on the prideofwest.london podcast so Lewis is seeing it all for the first time you can see there's no editing going on here <laughs> it's all as we roll but listen I'm actually quite excited about these players that we've just signed like I said to you Frank Onyeka as well and uh, when I spoke to Simon about him he sounds like he's like Duracell Bunny he just doesn't stop running and I'm just thinking this is you know what we need sometimes we think that we're lacking a bit of energy yeah. on the side but if you've got a player like him on your side it's going to be like oh man this is fantastic so I look forward to actually seeing him as well and also Aja really excites me as well because listen Pontus is great um, you know Pontus is a great a great leader but to have somebody else in the side who has played at that level played Champions League played Europa League played at a high level as well everyone at Celtic rated him very very highly you know the indications is that we could go three at the back three throat five at the back but we could also still play four at the back it's like we play in a different way and talking to some of the coaching staff they say that he'll fit in very well with our zonal system at Brentford which is uh, which is quite good which means that you know there's a bit of flexibility there so I think you know I think it's really important to have a very um, tough defence a very 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 good defence in the Premier League because if you if you you know there's a lot of teams that are just shedding goals but if we can actually kind of get our defence sorted you know with Ivan Tony and everything we can nick goals and you know can we do all right so um so yeah i'm very 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 excited for this for the season to come listen we're we, 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 man united we're playing at the moment now this is really weird playing man united in a pre-season friendly a team that's actually in the same league as yourself it's it's really strange but listen we're here fair play to the fans that went up there i, I booked a hotel i was going to drive up there today but i thought a little bit far from brighton to go up there for a pre-season on a wednesday night especially when i'm on holiday and didn't go down particularly well with the, the misses so I thought listen let's just chill out here instead but this Man United game what what are you looking for in this game if anything uh, I think it'd just be good to see some of these new players see how they're fitting in see how we shape up against I know it's not a full strength Man United side by the looks of it but uh, it's still these are still premiership players which we haven't really you know we're untested against really um It'd be interesting. I think it, it sounds sounds like we might be having a pretty strong side ourselves. 
I haven't actually seen the lineup yet. But no, no, well, this is Man United TV, and, they, and Brentford doesn't exist on Man United TV. I mean, I'm, I'm surprised they actually showed any pictures of us actually even mentioned our name. To be quite honest with you. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Slightly partisan coverage, but. Um, yeah, uh, I don't know. Have you seen the team? I, I, no, no, I've not seen the no. team. Maybe I might check it. We'll, we'll, we'll check that in a bit, though. Yeah, yeah. Um, but no, I'm, I'm, I'm looking forward to see how, how we shape up. This is a, a proper test. I mean, yeah, we've had behind closed doors match against Watford, and we've played some, some smaller clubs. So this is this is the first proper test, I'd say. Lewis, I mean, what you what are you thinking? I mean, Man United, look, I said to you, you know, they've got a few. You know, they're a decent side. You know, they're highly rated this season. I know it's a pre-season friendly. I mean, it was really interesting to go to this Worthing game yesterday because, again, I really wasn't expecting anything. I just went there to hang out with my my old school mate here, Colin the South Coast B. You know, see his family. I haven't seen Daisy for years and seen his missus for years. You know, even younger South Coast B. All them lot. You know, I just thought let's hang out, have a beer, and on the on the terraces. But all of a sudden, the football was like bang, 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 and it was almost like you know sometimes you get pre-season friendlies where they literally are you know a little bit of a warm up and a little bit of a pre-season. But sometimes there are games which look like they could have been cup cup finals or you know cup matches, and that's what that was to me last night. What are you expecting from today and what are you expecting from, you know, from Brentford? Well, I think it was interesting last season watching the Bees against a series of, I suppose they're like lower half Premier League teams in the, uh, in the League Cup. And I think we held our own against all of them. Kind of Spurs outclassed us a bit, but there wasn't that much in it. Uh, I, I reckon with a weakened United team, I, I, I fancy us actually to, to beat them tonight. And I agree with Colin, it'd be really interesting to see. I don't know how many of the new players are turning out, but that'll be particularly interesting to see how they fit in. Uh, and particularly to see how the players who've had like a full or in the middle of a full pre season shape up. People like Godos, who wasn't really match fit at any point last year. Be interesting to see uh, how he's kind of getting on now, and hopefully we'll see the likes of Bidstrup and Finn Stevens and see some of the younger players uh, that we got glimpses of at the end of last season. So yeah, it'll be good. Looking forward to it. All right. So just to let you know, I've got the team here as well. So we've got Raya in goal. We've got Rosliff, um, um, Rosliff and, and Thompson as the fullbacks. We've got Good and Pinnock as the centre backs. Then we've got Janelt, Baptiste and Hagarth, like you know what I'm saying. And then we've got Canu, Fosu and Tony. So, so none of those <laughs> <laughs> No one that we just mentioned. <laughs> yeah, certainly. And then on the bench we've got Gunnison, Force, Pert Harris, Valencia, Bumo, Onyeka, Davisoglu, Sorensen, Rakic, Stevens and Gordon. Interestingly, there's no um, Asia. Yeah, no, no, which is interesting. I don't know if it's because he's just signed or if he's still on holiday, if he's just... Uh, He's too, too, if he's played too many <laughs> Champions League games to, to, to play in a game like this. Yeah. Uh, so, so, so what you, what you thinking about that side? I mean, like, you know, looking at, looking at this, is a little bit of a mix-up, but there's a, you know, obviously we've got Tony inside there, but we've got Haygarth in there as well. You know, we've got Goodin, 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 Goodin centre-back, you know, alongside Pennant. What, what, what are you saying? Uh, yeah, well, that's, that's quite an experimental side for us as well, isn't it? So... But Baptiste is like a new signing yeah. for us. So, so yeah. I saw it. I saw him. I mean, I went. To, I, was, I was. I was fortunate enough to go to AFC Wimbledon. I was invited by the directors of AFC Wimbledon to go to that game, which was good. So I was sort of sitting with them. Got very, 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 very good view of the game. And for me, that was the most exciting thing about that game for me because Baptiste was very, very highly 
um, you know, you know, regarded within the coaching team, you know, and uh, for him to have gone down, actually, that was one of the things that actually they think could have cost us last season. You know, they were very, very nervous, you know, when he went down because we didn't, you know, we didn't, we were just unlucky in one of those scenarios. But so, you know, Baptiste there as well. Lewis as well, you know, just looking at that team, you know, what you what you saying about this team and uh, who are you looking forward to who maybe normally you uh, might not be looking forward to? Yeah, I've not seen much of Hagar, so that'll be interesting. Uh, is Rico Henry in there? No. So he's still like, on the way back. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so Haygarth will be interesting. I, I, I'm really interested to see how Sergi does against top opposition, actually, because I think it could go either way with him. He's such an exciting talent, uh, but it might be that he's championship level, and this will be the you know one of the first times we get a look at him up against some uh, Premier League fullbacks. So that'll be interesting as well. Charlie Good's another one who, what I saw of him last year, he was disappointing. He looked off it. Uh, it'll be interesting to see how he Thompson's another one who I think was a li- looked a little bit out of his depth last year. Uh, be interesting to see how both of them uh, are getting on now, uh, particularly Thompson after his loan. Uh, but yeah, Baptiste another one. We just got a glimpse of him last season. Really like to see him perform at this level. Okay, so listen, right, we're gonna uh, we're gonna chill out. We're gonna get ourselves a few more beers here in the Eddy. Excellent pub. Have you ever come down the south coast? Honestly, trust me. If you can, Brighton game is going to be on Boxing Day, so we might not be able to actually get yourself down there if it's a one o'clock kickoff. But if you do, check this one out. The Edinburgh, it's just around the corner from the station. Excellent pub. Definitely worth a checking out. But anyway, look, I'm uh, gonna go and get yourself another pint. I'm gonna hang out with the chums here, and we're gonna come back after the game, and we're gonna have a little bit of a review about what went down against Man United. So we are half-time. Brentford won, or Man United won, Brentford won as well. Interesting game as well. It was uh, one of those ones which is, uh, I wouldn't say it's a game of two halves, two halves of the first half. Uh, First 15 minutes or so, Brentford were looking a little bit like, oh, what the hell's going on here? Like, you know what I'm saying? They just looked a little bit, um, paying a little bit too much respect, I suppose they'd say, to, to Man United. But they definitely kind of came into the game. Uh, I'm just thinking, what for you? You know, impressed you. You know, what what are your thoughts on this game? I know it's only a friendly, as we say, but you you've got to take or pluck things out of these matches. And uh, what did you pluck out from there? It's a pretty competitive game, actually. But I think both teams are sort of going for it. I mean, Man United look pretty on it. They're moving it about really nicely. Um, we were a bit rabbit in the headlights for about the first fifteen or something, and and that goal was coming. But then, you know, out of nothing, we got. We got our equaliser and have actually been pretty competitive since then, I'd say. Uh, yeah, it's, it's been good. Yeah, it's hilarious. I think what hilarious is probably, you know, sums it up when the commentator sort of said something like, you know, Brentford are, you know, almost like they, they could actually play the ball. Like, you know, it's basically translated that Brentford are actually not a bad side. It's, like, it's a bit of a shock from the commentator. Isn't it? I mean, Lewis, what are you saying on this game? I mean, it's, uh, it's uh, quite full. You know, I mean, you can't, you can't tell a stadium like that. It's an 85,000 stadium and, you know, it looks like it's kind of like a third full, but it means there's probably about 30,000 people there, which means there's a bit of an atmosphere. And also you can hear the Brentford fans singing. Fair play to the, the Bees fans that have gone up there, all the fans that have gone up to the to the match. Fair play to you as well. We can uh, we can hear your voices, uh, you know, singing the Bees songs, uh, oh, which is all good. Uh, what are you saying, Lewis? Yeah, I mean, a beautiful goal by Baptiste. And I think... 
since he scored, he's looked very impressive. And we're, we're just... Uh, Ivan Tony's just done a, a good bit of play there. Although he looked a bit heavy, I thought, in the first half. His touch wasn't quite what it normally is. I mean, getting a touch there, I mean, his, his cross was a little bit heavy yeah. for a... For Kenos, who was free in the middle of the box, and we're just, you know, we're like 30 seconds into the game, we could have actually gone for a for this for for, 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 for a goal there. Yeah, yeah. but uh, yeah, we're just coming back into it, just looking more confident, finding space, just looking like we really want to take them on. It's a first half was good quality, I thought. Yeah, definitely, for, definitely good quality. Like I said to you, uh, Shannon Baptiste's goal, excellent goal. You know, I mean, I'll let you know that I was actually in the middle at the time, so I didn't actually see it at half time. But yeah, looking at it, it's good. And like I said, Dewey's a player that excites me a lot. But also Haygarth as well. He uh, he started off very slowly, but he's, he really grew into that game. And Haygarth, uh, like I said, you in the midfield there. He's uh, he doesn't care. He's playing Man United. And he's all up for it. So uh, second half, it's looking quite um quite exciting, isn't it? Yeah. Um, don't look like there's been any changes, but I'm, I'm guessing there will be wholesale substitutions but um, yeah Hagarth grew into the game I thought he started started getting involved Jan out started getting heavily involved um, yeah it's, it's, it's not been bad it's been alright Charlie could just just kick the ball into to, 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 to gave Man United a call but anyway listen we'll come back to you at the end of the game to see our thoughts and all I say to you is uh just looking at um, what's happening out there, it is chalk and cheese what's happening down here on the south coast where it's been sunny and it's been short weather, a little bit windy like that and looking at the absolute torrential rain that's happening in Manchester and I'm sure that's affecting what's happening on the pitch as well. But we'll come back to you after the game with a little bit of a post-match uh, views and summaries from the south coast bees. So game over at Old Trafford and it's, a, it's an entertaining one as well. To all... And I tell you something, I mean, most of you, I'm sure that you would have watched back on YouTube, would have heard about it, would have seen it. Four absolutely fantastic goals. And, uh, you know, the thing about it is that, you know, Man United playing Brentford, you know, it's going to be all over Sky Sports. They'll be showing the goals from that game. And I think a few people, uh, you know, as you see, a lot of people have written us off this season. You know, as as Bella said, they... uh, She's been looking through all the predictions for the season and everyone seems to be putting us at 20th and 19th. And if we're lucky, we might get an 18th place from somebody who's feeling rather charitable, which is fine. Everyone's got their opinions. Listen, we don't know where we're going to finish. But I think, you know, if they've seen the couple of goals that we scored today, I think the old eyebrows may have been raised. But yeah, good game. Brentford grew into the game. And, uh, and they, they ended up competing. And to be quite honest with you, we didn't look out of sorts at all to, uh, by the end of the game, did we? No, didn't, not at all. Don't think we were overawed. Um, I think we we sort of like started to take the game to them a, a bit. Uh, second half was was a bit all over the place because of the subs, but even that was interesting. I think Frank came on. Frank on is. Yes, the tank. Frank the tank. Um, he didn't. Yeah, he didn't sort of like pull up trees, but he looked kind of. He's going to be important to us, I think. Uh, Brian, obviously. Brian and Boomer. Yeah, obviously came on and done the business. Got, you know, great equaliser. He got the ball, you see, when he touched the ball. Nice little touch that he got. And that sort of curved the ball into the back of the net, which was old school Brian, is what I said. It's something that we missed. And 
I think we talked about this before, saying that you know he, he didn't have the best season last season. He did all right, but he had the best season. But to be fair, he, he did come down with COVID very early, and after he came back from COVID, he, he never was the same player. He looked a shadow of himself, and all last season he looked a shadow of himself. But it looks like he has uh, got himself recharged, um, and he looks sort of kind of potty for it. To be quite honest with you, like I said, I saw him play. At, AFC Wimbledon. I just thought that he looked really, really sharp and he really on it. And uh, and I think this is a uh, this is this is a good sign. But um, any, any players out there that you know that you were kind of impressed with? Like I said to you, there's a few new players that have come in. Uh, uh, not not especially. I don't think anyone really stood out. But no nobody looked kind of out of their depth. It was it was a pretty good, relatively good team performance. I mean, Lewis, you, I mean, again, we're watching the game, and we're in the Eddie, Brian. A fantastic, great little pub, actually. Like I said, you're showing the Monty, isn't it? The Monty is the one that introduced me to the Eddie last Christmas when I came down here. It was uh, about two days before everything shut down, and I came inside there, and the whole place was absolutely buzzing because everyone knew that the, the whole world was going to shut down in a couple of days. So they were out, and it was like the, it's almost like the last rites, like, you know what I'm saying, just out sort of celebrating and enjoying themselves I met, I met the Monty down here thanks for Monty for introducing us to the Eddie like I said in Brighton and like I said to you it's been great here tonight massive screen you know nice vibe good beers good company and everything like that but Lewis that game for you any, anybody stood out for you? I think uh, Baptiste possibly I mean a fantastic goal and, and after that goal in particular I just think he looked really accomplished and like really comfortable at this level and I think overall I was really impressed with Brentford after the first 15-20 minutes just in terms of how calm we were on the ball how we were building the play not not going long too early which we started to do at times last season I thought and uh, we could have had more than two you know I think if Ivan Tony was uh, match fit then he there was a goal or two there for him today I think so it's a, I thought it was an excellent game for a pre-season friendly and I thought we looked like we belonged and, and talking about Ivan Tony because I know that you sort of uttered a few a few a few words of concern during the season listen I know it's pre-season and everyone has to just get up to speed that's what it's all about but you basically were saying that Ivan Tony wasn't quite the Ivan Tony that you knew yeah, I think he looked like he was probably less sharp than some of the other players uh, and certainly not at the level that we saw him for l- large stretches of last season. So you can tell that he is going to be a marked man this year. You know, he's the big name in this lineup, uh, and that will create space for others, I think. But he will only get better. And, and, and this is the interesting thing because we talked about this last season about having goals all over the pitch and with Ivan Tony you can see that you know obviously there's uh, in Man United today you, you know you've got better defenders you've got you know them playing better you know playing better football you know they've got systems that they they understand and Ivan Tony was probably having a bit of a you know a bit of a hard time you know and getting themselves free getting themselves you know out there probably had to come a little bit deeper to try and actually try and get the ball you know, but that's the situation where you get other players on the pitch who can actually uh, score. And it's nice to see players like Shandon Baptiste scoring. Nice to see players like Bumo scoring as well today. 
like you know, which wasn't happening as much as we'd like this season. You know, you might have uh, people like Frank Onyeka as well, who apparently he can score a, a hefty goal as well. You know, we've got you know Miles uh, Pert, um, Pert Harris as well. Again, who knows the back of the net? So, like I said to you, this might open up opportunities for players like that, who we really need to actually get on the on the score sheet in uh, in, in in the Premier League. Because we can't looking at this game here today, and one of the things that I said, I mean, I've done quite a few articles for different newspapers, and I think it was in the Observer or it was the BT Sport or one of these ones, and they said to me, you know, where do you think your weakness is going to be? And I said, well, if Ivan Tony doesn't perform like we expect him to, like, you know, or if he gets an injury, you know, what? Who else have we got there? Is, is Marcus Force going to be the answer? You know, I said, well, you know, he may or may not be, but we need to have other players on the pitch actually scoring goals like we did a couple of seasons ago where we were got goals all over all over the pitch. Listen, listen, this game today, how did you enjoy it? Uh, I enjoyed it a lot. There was a lot of goals. That was good because when there's no goals, the games can be kind of boring unless it's like a nil-nil game or whatever. But... Yeah, it was really good, and especially that we could keep a 2-2 against one of the biggest clubs in England. I want Any players impress you today? Um, obviously Baptiste, because he scored the goal, and he was just really good most of the match. And that's probably it. <laughs> All the other beast players are still on a still on hold as to as to what they're going to to, to, to impress the, the younger contingent out there. Like you know, they're they're a little bit less uh, you know starstruck than we are. You know, we, we love them all. You know, they could do it. You know, just twist on a two pence and we're, we're, our eyes are gleaming. You know. And then Bumo, Bumo's goal was good and he was alright for most of the match. I thought he was really good as well. So there you go. So listen, Man United, well, a fair play to the fans that went up there. We heard you singing a lot just to let you know, you know, if you hear this podcast, you know, I don't know if you're going to put it up tonight or tomorrow on your way home. Might put it up a bit later on, you know, so you hear it. Fair play to you lot. I feel a little bit jealous actually because looking at that, decent crowd, 30,000. We can hear you singing and it's great to just get out there and see another match. So I hope you enjoyed yourself tonight hope you have a safe journey back as well like i said to you we're here south coast bees in the south coast checking the games out today and like i said to you um Brentford, just check out all the interviews on prideofwest.london we've got some really good interviews you know we've had this week we've had so many interviews <laughs> me and laney haven't had a chance to actually get together laney's still stuck in spain for reasons we'll probably go into a little bit later he's been there for quite a while um a slightly unplanned trip let's just put it that way um but laney will be back so me and laney will be sort of chatting about bits and pieces yeah most definitely we've got west ham coming up on saturday as well no doubt there'll be a podcast probably after that match as well and then we'll going to go into the Valencia game next week we'll go into a podcast for that one and then it's the big one as we've got the Arsenal first game of the season so we're all absolutely gagging and potty for that one but this is the besotted pride of West London podcast I'm coming to you from the south coast from the Eddie the Edinburgh which is somewhere near the station in Brighton I've got no idea where it is but I'll be back here yet again no doubt because this is very nice I'm here with my chums I'm here with, uh, I'm here with, I'm here with the daisy here in the house I'm, telling you. I'm here with Calling the South Coast Bee. Yes, the bees. Yes, I'm here with the Lewis the Cog, the Cog Man. You bees. I'm here with Bella the Bee. You bees. Ah, the bees, and I'm here with Billy the Bee. Listen, enjoy yourself. Bees are back. We're in the Premier League. Don't let anyone say anything else. They, they think we're all going to go down, but we don't really care because we enjoy yourself. Yeah. 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 Yeah.
Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximize your home ground advantage with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus serving times, delivery fee, and terms apply. See McDonald's.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered. By fans.